Hello, this is a voice in the darkness, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Whether you are at home or at work or at the gym, you could be in your car or outdoors. Maybe you're at the hospital or you're in a hospital bed. Wherever you are, I want you to know I am so glad that you are here and that you're tuning in on today. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, to uplift, and to enlighten. Let me tell you, there are so many people around the world today that are going through tough times and just need a word of encouragement. Whether you're at a crossroad or you're at a place where you feel overwhelmed and you feel like, you know what, I can't go on. I want to encourage you today to keep moving forward. I want you to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Do not give up. Do not give in. Do not quit. You are able, you are more than able to do this. Many people feel at times that, you know what, no one cares, no one knows, and it's just too much. But I want you to know that many people have walked this path before and they have made it, let me tell you, and you will make it as well. You could be saying, Gwendolyn, how are you so confident? Well, I know because I've walked through difficult times in my life and at each time God sent someone or I was encouraged by something I heard or I read and that one word, listen, that one word changed everything for me. And sometimes you just need that word of encouragement, that word that would just tell you, you could do it, you can make it, don't give up, keep moving forward, you got this. And that's what this podcast is here to do. We're here to encourage encourage you. I'm here to encourage you. A Voice in the Darkness podcast. We are here to encourage you on today. Well, today's title, the title of this week's episode is Dismantling Mental Blockages. Dismantling Mental Blockages. I am telling you, today, in the world that we're living in, we're getting so much clutter, so many reports that we're hearing on the news or the radio or social media. And let me tell you, it can bring so much like um, discouragement, just listening. And then we have to deal with the aftermath of taking in so um, many um, reports. And if those reports are not advantageous to your mental health, to where you're going in life, you can become um, very heavy and, and uh, over, um, just heavy laden with burdens and feel, you know, sometimes a bit you know, discouraged or overwhelmed or feeling a bit in despair. But, you know, today I believe that what we listen to and what we take in can actually change things for us. And I want to help you today to dismantle sometimes a mental block, mental blockages or, you know, blocks that come to hold us back, to keep us stagnant, to cause us not to keep in a momentum. We have to keep in a momentum and a stride and we need that synergy and that strength to keep moving forward sometimes because it just gets you know difficult 
Sometimes it just gets difficult, but I want you to know today we're going to dismantle some of those mental blockages. And when I'm talking about a blockage, I want to give you a quick definition. And I just looked it up and you can actually Google the word blockage. Blockage is an obstruction which makes, listen, movement or flow difficult or impossible. It's an obstruction which makes makes movement or the flow of things difficult or impossible. Now, some examples of this could be, you know, if you're in the medical field or you just maybe had one before, like a blood clot. A blood clot is a blockage. It's an obstruction. It causes movement of the blood. Listen, not to flow. It makes it difficult or almost impossible. And when you have a blood clot, it's very, very dangerous. It, you could experience death, hospitalized. I mean, it's just not a good thing. So we know that blood needs to flow. It needs to have movement. That's when, you know, you have this gelatin of mass of blood cells and it is formed by, you know, a coagulation. And that is just not good. We need to have our blood flowing. Our blood needs to be in movement. The heart pumps the blood. And that's why we're alive today. So we see we do not need any form of a blockage, not even in our bodies. Another example of a blockage so you can understand clearly when I what I'm talking about when I'm saying a mental blockage but a natural blockage could be when your drain or your sink is clogged up how many of you out there listening to me if you you know have a, a sink and you live in an apartment or a home or you know wherever you are you've experienced or you've seen a sink or a toilet clogged up my God, that's not good. Things back up, right? And then it's a flooding that happens, that sink overflow or that toilet overflow. Why? Because there's a clog. There is some form of obstruction. And then, you know, for us, we use liquid Drano. If that happens and we, I realize I have a daughter, I grew up in a house with girls and I have daughters and they, you know, comb their hair. Sometimes their hair get in the sink and it brings an obstruction. So we go and get liquid Drano and it causes all all of that hair to disintegrate, right? And then there's able at this point for the water to flow, for there to be movement. And that's what we need. We need a clear flow. We need a clear um, movement to happen in our lives so we can fulfill purpose, so we can fulfill destiny, that we can fulfill the dreams and the goals and the things that we have in our heart to do on today. And I just want to speak to that now that you have an understanding of just a little bit about what these blockages could be, you know, in the natural. Sometimes you have to deal with mental blockages. You know, how many of you out there have ever had a mental block? Some examples of some mental blocks could be just maybe dealing with Fear, fear. I have to always bring up fear because I don't think there's any person on the planet that have not at one point dealt with fear. And you know what? Fear will all will always be around fear and you can still move forward and experience fear. But I'm talking about that fear that paralyzes you. It's now just this thing that you're thinking about all the time and it's causing your movement to stop. It's now a block. It is an obstruction. It's causing your forward movement to come to a halt. You're stagnant. You're stuck. And that is a mental block. Fear can be that or anxiety. 
You know, people deal with anxiety and whether you're taking meds for that and, you know, you have to do that and that's fine. But then there's sometimes just this anxiety that someone experienced just suddenly and they're wondering where did this come from because of maybe a project, a deadline or just whatever they feel they're doing at the time could be overwhelming or monumentous, right? And so they feel anxious and they have this, this mental block and it's anxiety or they deal with memory loss or insecurity or you're having all of these lies. And I have to say lies because it's the opposite of the truth. And then in your mind, you're thinking of all these things that are false. It's not true about you. It's not true about your situation. Maybe your situation at the job, maybe your situation with someone you're in a relationship with or with your spouse or your children or a co-worker or you know a, a friend and these are lies that you're hearing okay these things can really cause you to be stagnant right and so when we and I want to say any person under the sound of my voice but particularly those if you're a believer um, you, you, you gotta know how to deal with different, um, attacks that hit up against your mind, right? We gotta know how to deal with this. And I really want to take us to the book that I love so much that I talk about a lot. I love the word of God. I love the Bible. I am a believer. I am a Christian. I am a follower of Christ, a disciple of Christ. And so I love the word of God. And so there's so many good nuggets that even if you're not a believer and you're listening to this podcast, it's still, I believe that these principles and these truths can still help you and you can glean today from what I'm saying because I want to take this particular um, passage because we have to deal with um, attacks that will hit up against you when you decide to say, I'm going to take some steps. I'm going to fulfill purpose. I don't care if you're opening up a business. I don't care if it's a ministry, whatever it is. You could be saying I'm raising my family or I'm going to lose weight or start a new exercise plan or I want to be more healthy, whatever it is. They're sometimes going to hit up against your mind all types of thoughts that'll cause you to have a blockage where there's now the flow stops, the movement stops. And I want to dismantle these things and to help you on how to dismantle it in your own life because I had to learn how to dismantle this. And sometimes when these things come or these thoughts come, we can form a wrong pattern of thoughts. We can form a wrong belief system if we do not dismantle these things. You know, these thoughts will come and it'll tell you you're not um, adequate or it tells you you're not able or it tells you you're unworthy or you're unlovable. You're nothing or whatever these thoughts are for you. You can tell me while you're driving your car right now, you know the thoughts that you're having. You you know what hits up against your mind. You know what you're thinking about a lot or it tells you you're too young. You're too young. You're too old. Or you're never going to amount to anything. No one likes you. No one loves you. These are thoughts. And let me tell you, if they're not dealt with, if they're not dealt with properly, it becomes this blockage for you that will hold you up.
and cause you to be stagnant. But I'm telling you, we're going to deal with these erroneous thoughts and we're going to reject them because you have to choose. You have to choose. You have to choose. You have to make a choice. Listen, because if you do not make a choice to reject every erroneous thought and you choose to rehearse it over and over again, it becomes a stronghold. It becomes this fortified place, right? It's just, I just try to think of just even plaque on the, I know these are horrible examples, but just plaque on the teeth when it's undealt with and you don't brush and get that plaque off. It becomes hard, that dirt. It becomes hard food. It be, then it becomes plaque, right? It becomes plaque and it becomes something not good. And so it becomes a stronghold and a stronghold in this sense is not necessarily good or stronghold is not necessarily bad. What a stronghold is, is a place that have been fortified to protect, you know, uh, against attack. So we can choose to have negative strongholds or positive strongholds. And sometimes when you're having all of these erroneous thoughts, listen, and you don't reject them, you don't deal with them, it can become this negative stronghold. And a stronghold, another word for that could be a fortress or a garrison, right? A fortress, a fort, or a garrison. So now it's this strong place. Now imagine having wrong patterns of thoughts, wrong patterns of thoughts. Listen, a belief system that is wrong, erroneous beliefs over and over again in your mind, it becomes a stronghold. It's a blockage. It will not allow you to go forward. It will not allow you to accomplish purpose, vision, your dreams, your goals. Why? Because it's it's there to hinder you. It's almost like a clutch and it keeps you just bound. And today, I believe that God wants to have these have you to be equipped to dismantle mental blockages that are coming against you day in and day out to cause you not to see purpose and to see fulfillment in your life. And I just really believe that today. I really, really believe in my heart. Those of you who are listening on today, you have so much on the inside of you. You have a lot that God has called you to do, but you have been hitting up against these um, mental blockages that have formed because their thoughts, their belief systems, and it became a stronghold now, but it's erroneous. So it's this erroneous stronghold, but we can build a righteous stronghold as well. And I, I want to take us to the scripture because we have to build a righteous stronghold. We have to have righteous patterns of thoughts. We have to have righteous belief systems if we want to dismantle every evil diabolical thing that is working against your forward movement. And I love this passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3 and 4. And I'm going to read it because I, I, I just so... Love this one because it's so practical. 
It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. So we all, we know we're a spirit. Why? Because when you see somebody in a casket, their body is still sitting there. Where did their spirit go? I'm talking, you talk every day. You know, the essence of who you are is not clay. It's not dust. You are a spirit. You have a soul You and you live in a body. And that soul is this, is this mind, will, emotions. It's that place of thinking and thought. And that's where the enemy a lot of times attacks you in your thought mind. And, and then it gets over into your body, right? And he's telling us right here in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, it says, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war according to the flesh. And then verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It's not like fleshly. It's not that way, but it's mighty. Our weapons are mighty in God for pulling down what? Listen, strongholds. And what is a stronghold? A stronghold is a place that has been fortified to protect against attack, like a fortress or a garrison. So in this passage, we're talking about negative strongholds. Listen, casting down verse, listen, five, casting down arguments and every high thing that is that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought here it is in our soul, bringing every thought, every, every system of belief, every pattern of thinking, bringing every system down, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Verse six, even being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So I want to give us some keys on how to dismantle some mental blockages that is hindering you from your forward movement. These are some keys from a couple of verses in second Corinthians chapter 10, three through six. And it just, number one, we got to recognize that we are in this flesh. Yes, we are. Cause you're driving in that car. You're exercising at the gym right now. You you're exercising that body, right? But you're not warring after the flesh. So that has to be recognized. You have to recognize you're a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. Recognize it, that your warfare is not a fleshly warfare. Number two, we have to understand that we do have weapons. We do have weapons. We do have tools. You know, if kids go to school, they need their backpack. They need their crayons. They need their pencils. They need their ruler, their compass. Those are tools. And it's the same. When we're going to dismantle these mental blockages, we need to understand that we have tools. So if we have tools, we need to use them. Okay, we need to use our tools. Number three. God has given us as believers, as Christians, as disciples, as sons and daughters, listen, the authority to pull down these strongholds. What are these strongholds? I'm only talking about negative strongholds, negative patterns of thoughts and belief system. We have the authority to pull down these these strongholds. We have the number four, the authority to cast down arguments, to cast down arguments arguments. What arguments is working against what God has told you? Okay. God could have told you you're listening to me right now on this podcast. And he told you, you know what? I want you to build a school. I want you to build a brick and mortar school or online school. And I want you to, you know, erect them all over the world. I want you to build this missions. I want you to go into the nations. I want you to build a company. I want you to have children, have a family, whatever it is. God told you, he gave you this idea for an invention, but these thoughts 
are working against you. Fear, anxiety is telling you lies. Okay, insecurity is telling you every day you can't do it. You will never do it. And it's using maybe people to verbalize it. But even though the people are not your enemy, that the, the spiritual realm is recognizing your forward movement, your purpose. It can discern you. Right. And so it's coming against you to get you to be stagnant, that for it to be blocked up so you don't have a flow. So there is no movement. So you have to understand that you have the authority to cast down these arguments. And you have, number five, the authority to refute every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Why? God knows everything. It says in Isaiah, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways and thoughts higher than yours. God made you. He created you. He knows your beginning from your end. He knows what, what's, what's in your future. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I have for you. They're good thoughts to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope and an expected end. God knows. So therefore we need to come against everything that will come against the knowledge of God. So God is speaking to you to build something, to do something right. Or to, 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 to be in a community and help build up that community to speak out against injustice, to go into the court system, maybe to be this writer, songwriter, designer, to design clothes for your generation. Maybe you're, you're very artistic. You're a dancer. You're called to be a ballerina. Bring the arts in, um, bring the glory of God into the arts where it's such a pure form of demonstration and communicating the heart of the father for a lost generation. And the enemy is telling you, no, don't go to dance school. Don't, don't do that. Don't, 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 um, further your education or you're not limber enough, or you don't have the body shape, or you, you, you can never do it. That's a mental block. It's, you have to now bring that, refute that, and, and find the scriptures that will tell you what God is saying about you. And God tells us in Psalms 139 that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, right? So you know you can take the word to refute every lie. So then it tells us, Number six, we have, we have to understand that we have the authority to bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. I have that authority. You have that authority as believers to, cap, to, to capture that thought and bring it into the obedience of Christ. How do I do that? Number seven, we punish disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled by our action, by our obedience, by taking steps, <laughs> by taking steps. That's how you're going to dismantle these mental blockages when you are experiencing fear, which we all will experiencing will experience fear. So don't feel bad. But then you have to take the word and say, God is not giving me a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. So you speak over yourself. You have a sound mind. And then you start to take a step, even though you're fearful, you may feel that fear. It may be around you, but you don't have to embrace it and say it's in you. You reject it. And then you take a step and start doing it. What is it? that you're to do. Write the song. Okay. Start writing, start collaborating, start asking people, how do I get my EP out? How do I do this? Call, write the book, start writing. Even if it's in a journal, you got paid, you got chapter one. That's enough. Slow movement is still movement. 
Hear me? Slow movement is still movement. You're still moving. That movement is dismantling that mental block that is trying to keep you from moving forward. So I want to go over these keys again, keys on how to dismantle mental blockages. We can find in the word of God, in the Bible, in the scripture, in second Corinthians 10, three and four, I want to go over it again. Number one, recognize that we are in the flesh, but we're not warring after the flesh, right? We're in the flesh, got a body. So I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. My soul is my mind, my will, my emotions, all of my intellect, all of that where I'm making decisions. Number two, we have weapons. So we need to use them. God has given us weapons. So we need to use them. Number three, we have the authority to pull down strongholds, right? And a stronghold could be patterns of thought or a belief system. Now it could be negative patterns of thoughts negative belief systems or positive patterns of thoughts or positive belief systems. No matter what, that stronghold becomes a a fortress or a garrison, right? To protect against attack. So therefore we want to have this fortress around us that when the enemy is hitting out against us and when we're getting these wrong thoughts and when we get in this demonic arrows, which are spiritual, or we're getting these mental lies that are hitting up against our minds that's telling us we can't do it. You have insecurity or these lies. Listen, we have the authority to pull them down. Number four, we have the authority to cast down every argument, arguments that is going to go against when you say something, this argument will argue with you. (laughs) right? You're going to say, I can do this, or I'm able to do this, or I am worthy. This thing will tell you you're not unworthy, but then you got to take the word and says, no, I've been redeemed. I've been bought with a price. I've been ransomed by the blood. You have to be able to know the word to now cast down these arguments and cast it down. And number five, we have the authority to refute Every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God, that pride and that arrogance will want to say that what you, the word of God is not true. Then no, you stand on the word. Jesus refute, listen, refuted the enemy with the word of God. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but from every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus knew that he wasn't going to just sit and just talk to the enemy, but he, 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 he dealt with it and brought down every lie, every argument. Everything that tried to exalt itself against the word of God and the knowledge of God, he refuted with the word, right? And then number six, we have the authority to bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. I'm going to bring those thoughts into the obedience. I'm going to choose to obey God. And number seven, we punish the disobedience when we, with that obedience is action. So when that action is fulfilled, that's how disobedience is punished. So I'm telling you how to dismantle these mental blockages like fear. That's just one. It could be insecurity. It could be anxiety. It could be a lie, an outright lie that the enemy is telling you over and over again that you can't do this, that you can't do this, that you'll never make it, that God doesn't love you, that you'll never succeed. It's a lie. And you have to choose to move forward and obey God, even in the midst of everything seeming crazy, like the, like the four lepers who in the midst of a famine and, and I believe it's second Kings and they were sitting there and they said, why are we going to sit here until we die? You know, we sit here, we definitely going to die. 
But if we move forward, the enemy could capture us. They could kill us or the enemy could capture us and keep us and feed us and we don't die. So why sit here? So let's get up and move. They made movement. God used their movement. God used the decision to make a move. So if you make that decision to make some movement, God can make something of it. He caused their footsteps to sound like a mighty army. And the Assyrian army ran, left everything in their camp, left all of the gold, the silver, the clothing, the food, the cattle, everything. And that time, the next day, the prophet said this time tomorrow, a body of wheat will be sold for a shekel. And the word of the Lord was true. It came to pass because someone took a step, take a step, take a step, take a step. It will dismantle that blockage. It will dismantle the mental blocks. That fear will break. That doubt will break. That unbelief will break. Come on. I want to pray over you right now that today, every single opposition, every single arrow, every dark that have been opposing you, that spirit of fear, that spirit of pride, that spirit of Leviathan, that spirit that comes against your forward movement to cause you sloth, weariness. Come on. It tries to make you stop. I come against it now in Jesus name. And I decree and declare that you're going to move forward and we dismantle it and we bring it down. And we say no to every lie that says that you are not able, that you will quit, that you're a quitter. You're not a quitter. You're overcomer. Thanks be to God who always causes you to triumph. Let me tell you, you can do this thing. You are able to complete the task. You are able to accomplish everything that God has put in your heart to do. Okay. All of these mental blockages will break because God has given you the ability. He's given you keys through his word through second Corinthians chapter 10 verses three through six. You can do this. You have the authority. You can recognize, listen, that you're in the flesh, but you're not of the flesh. You recognize, number two, that you have weapons, so use them. Number three, you have the authority to pull down these strongholds. What are strongholds? Patterns of thoughts or belief systems. They can be negative. They can be positive. You have the authority to cast down arguments. Number five, you have the authority to refute every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Number six, you have the authority to bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. And number seven, you punish disobedience when you obey. Come on, when you take action, when you take action. Oh my goodness, today you are victorious. I hope that this episode has blessed you. Dismantling mental blockages. God bless you. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. Thank you so much for listening to A Voice in a Darkness. And I'm asking if you could please subscribe and rate and comment and share. You can find this um, podcast on YouTube, on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, on Amazon Audible, on Google Podcasts. It's on a lot of platforms. So if you could please just subscribe and rate and comment and share, it would be such a blessing. <laughs> Thank you so much. So until next time, I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte with The Voice in the Darkness, signing off.